There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Everything Iconic Presents, the Summer House Special. <laughs> now, now, I don't know how many of you guys have been watching Summer House on Bravo, but they just started their second season. So the first season was 10 episodes, and I binged them all last weekend. I watched the entire first season in one, one, <laughs> basically one sitting. I, di- I mean, I, didn't, I don't normally leave the house, but I especially didn't leave the house last weekend because I was watching all of these. I don't know about you guys, but I haven't been interested or willing in being social in quite some time. <laughs> The older I get, the less interested I am in going out or, you know, cocktails or things like that. I mean, I'm getting back into cocktails lately, but it has to be like at home in a glass of wine. I don't want to go to a crowded bar, a dance club, a house party. I don't want none of that. And the older I get, the worse I'm becoming about leaving the house. (laughs) I've literally become like a solo (laughs) Grey Gardens, like a just you know, one half of the movie Grey Gardens. It's just me walking around in my house robe, you know, while my boyfriend actually moves around a little bit. (laughs) But I like my programs. I like my shows. And there's a lot of shows. And this episode, I wanted to focus just on Summer House. Like, we're not going to talk about Housewives. You know, those things will come up naturally, as they do in every conversation I have with people. But I wanted to just do an episode about Summer House because it's back for a new season. And like I said, I watched all of the first season, and I kind of fell in love. Now, I was very reluctant to watch it because I've been burned before. And I've mentioned this on the podcast. I was burned when Bravo took away my gallery girls, when they took away my opera skis, uh, being Bobby Brown, when they took away, gosh, how many other one-season wonders have we had? Courtney Loves Dallas, remember that one? Uh, Dukes of Melrose, Euros of Hollywood, Fashion Queens. And Fashion Queens was a few seasons, but I still feel like that was taken away from me too soon. Remember Game of Crowns? Hey Paula? Gosh, I'm just reading off a list here right now. I'm looking at this list of all these shows that were taken from us, and there's too many. Jersey Belle, I don't even remember what that was. Candy's Ski Trip? I'm shocked that we were brought along for Candy's Ski Trip. (laughs) I'm shocked that that was a thing. Oh, this was a favorite, Kel on Earth. Do you guys remember Kel on Earth with Kelly Catron? God, I would watch Kelly Catron do just about anything. I just like to see her yelling at people. I don't care what she's yelling at them about. I don't care who she's yelling at. But I want cameras on Kelly Catron while she's yelling at people at all times. Okay, so let me look at this list again. L.A. Shrinks. Do you remember that show? LOL Work. Don't remember that one. Uh, Make Me a Supermodel. That was a few seasons, I think. Misadvised. I don't remember that one. Miss Most Eligible Dallas. Don't remember that. Some of these were really good. NYC Prep. That was a good one. That was a really good one. And People's Couch. I still, you know, Justice for People's Couch. That was on a few seasons, too. But that was taken away from us. Rocco's had a few shows. I feel like they've given Tabitha at least 16 shows that have all 
been canceled. And now she's back with another one. I'm seeing Tabitha on the commercials. And it's like, Tabitha just keeps going back. What's the definition of insanity when you keep doing the same thing over and over again? You know, that's at this point, Tabitha's insane. (laughs) Certifiably insane. She needs to go to one of those L.A. shrinks. (laughs) L.A. You know, L.A. shrinks. She should have been on that. So anyway, the point is, there's been a lot of these Bravo shows that have come and gone, and I get hooked on them, and then they they go away. And I promised myself after Gallery Girls that that wouldn't happen to me again. I said, no more, no ma'am, no Dan. We're not doing it. Not getting hooked. Okay, you know what, guys? Before I say anything further, I want to bring up my friend. My friend just got here. Her name is Whitney Fromholtz. We're going to break down the first season of Summer House. We're going to talk about the season premiere of Summer House. And then after that, we're going to talk to Stephen McGee, who's one of the cast members of Summer House. So stay tuned for that interview after my conversation with Whitney. And, uh, you know, we're going to get to the bottom of all this with Whitney and Stephen, and and hopefully you guys will start watching. Oh, and before I get to to those guys, <laughs> I want to remind you to please go rate and review this on iTunes if you like it. Find me on social media, at Danny Pellegrino on Instagram and Twitter, and let me know what you think. I love you. Here's my first guest. I don't know. I'm not saying goodbye. Let me just say hello <laughs> and bring out Whitney. Here's Whitney. We're we a great laugh. podcast. Try to make yourself laugh. Okay, you guys, I am here with one of my very best friends, Whitney Fromholtz. Hi! I say, I'm saying you're that. That's fine. That's fine, right? You're not famous. <laughs> well, you will, you're not yet. <laughs> not yet. Okay, so Whitney is a Bravo lover. Okay, we love Bravo, right? Now, yeah. Whitney, what is your, let's get the listeners to get to know you. What's your favorite Bravo show? Real quick. Uh, New York. Quick. New York. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so New York. Who's New your York. favorite housewife? Of all time? Yeah. Um, Hurry! Oh, now! Um, <laughs> you could take your time. We're not in a rush. I actually think Bethany. Of all time, really. I know, that's shocking. Wow, we're going to get to Bethany in a little bit, because I have some summer house scoop about Bethany. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know. So Bethany's your favorite. New she's York's your even, favorite than Bethany. Yeah, wow. but she's not even the most messy. Like, she's not even the best, necessarily, housewife material, but her life has been so crazy that it feels more real, a little less produced, that it seems... You know, like, I want to be the fly on the wall in her life. Totally. Okay, so Whitney and I are going to jump into Summer House. Okay. Now, Summer House, I had resisted. I didn't watch the first season. I watched it all this past weekend. So I had binged the entire season in one weekend. And then I moved on to 90 Day Fiance, which oh. we should talk about later. But we're just going to focus on Summer House right now. <laughs> but 90, it was cold 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> 90 Day Fiance was fucking I've never watched it. So everyone always told me how good it is. Like, okay. I'll get messages online from people being like, you have to start watching it. It's so, so good. And so uh, Matt and I started with season two. How many seasons it, are there? There's a lot. I don't know how many, but I know there's like at least five or six. And then oh there's, my God. Okay. there's also spinoffs and stuff. So there's like a before the 90 day. What? I had I no could, idea. But I'm not kidding. We watched nine episodes. And last <laughs> night it was like two in the morning and we were like eyes barely open watching this because it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> okay. I, so I good. Watch, 90 days can't say. And my friend who, one of the people that recommended this said to start with season two and then go forward chronologically. Okay. Or you can just jump right into before the 90 days, which is I, apparently before the 90 days and when it gets crazy. And I don't know, listeners can fill me in. I don't know. This is what I heard. It, sorry, is the setup like you just met someone and then you're engaged for 90 days? Or is it just like, hey, we've been dating, we're going to get engaged, but getting married in 90 days? Uh, so it's uh, 
six different couples throughout the season, and they met in various circumstances. Some of them met online, some of them met when they were visiting other countries, and then the people from the other countries come to the U.S. to marry these people, and they have to get married within 90 days in order to legally become a citizen. So they only have 90 days. Oh, I didn't know it was... Oh, an yeah. immigration based. It was. It's an immigration tale. <laughs> <laughs> it is good, Whitney. Like it is so. People were not kidding when I've heard it multiple times about how it's the best reality show, and people aren't wrong. <laughs> we're on season two, which supposedly is one of the more tamer ones, and it is like addictive. Okay, it's TLC or something. It's right? TLC. I, I don't like to stray from Bravo. Me either. Me either. See, Matt. So my boyfriend, he watches more. He loves TLC. He doesn't like Bravo oh. as much. So he loves, like, 600 Pound Life oh and all those, like, weird shows. And so the other day, he was watching 600 Pound Life, and I walked in the room, and I was like, isn't... He, it was, he was on the TLC app, and the 90 Day Fiance came up. I was like, I think we need to watch that show, because people are always good. And so we started it, and it is good. Um, does he watch all the little people mm. shows? He doesn't like the little people ones. He likes all the crime stuff. Okay. I just saw the that there was, like... I used a new Hulu app the other day, and there's Little Women LA. Little Women Atlanta. Oh, he does watch Little Women. <laughs> he does like the Little Women. <laughs> they are on Lifetime, though. They're not, oh! They are not TLC. Oh, I'm sorry. Little Women are Lifetime, and I actually watch Little Women Atlanta. Oh, right, because you're a fan I, of... Miss Juicy. Miss Juicy, baby. That's what she, that's her tag. And wasn't she on Atlanta once? No. No, I don't think so. Someone else that She's was She's the on. queen of Atlanta. She always says, I'm the queen of Atlanta, boo. Little Women Atlanta is good TV, but I don't watch the Little Women of the other cities. Okay, I didn't know there were so many Little. I draw the cities. line. Yeah, I know that's the thing. It's a slippery slope. I know you guys. This is hard. And so Summer House was the line. I said I was not going to cross that line. Yeah. Last season when it came on, I was like, I'm not watching this. And I've been burned too many times by Bravo with one season wonders. Agreed. Like Gallery Girls was my jam. Yes, I loved it so, so much. So good, and also ahead of its time. Yes. That should have been on. I mean, that should have been given a second season. Yeah. It's a shame. It should be on today. With I would want to watch, I want to watch like 22-year-old girls yes. living the gallery lifestyle. It was, gallery girls was so good. So it was uh, Princesses of Long Island. Yes. That was one season. Yeah. And then I liked that one show with like the foodies and the woman who ran Phonuts. <laughs> I don't, I don't even think know. I watched that it wasn't, one. I mean, it wasn't like high drama, but I liked it. Okay. But anyway, I've been burned by too many of these shows, so when Summer House came out, I was like, this is going to be one season, I'm not going to watch it. And then it turned out, it got renewed. And that's what got you interested? That's what got me interested. And a lot of people were saying, you should watch it. Because, again, people come to me with information that <laughs> I'm not asking for. So Do you I, have insider information about the sta- the cast of Summer House? No, nothing good about Summer House. Uh, but people will come to me and they'll say, you have you should start watching the show. And sometimes I'll listen if it's something appealing. Uh-huh. Like 90 Day Fiance. Okay. Eventually I'll get to it. Yeah. I'll get to pretty much anything, as long as it's not like a serious drama. <laughs> but so Summer House got renewed, and I, a lot of people were saying, watch it. Like, it's okay. But no one's review of it was like, stellar. No, I I watched it, like, after whatever show it followed, and it was one of those things, like, I'm not going to turn my TV off, and I'm not going to go to Netflix and move on to something more substantive. I just am going to watch this thing. So you watched it from the beginning, right? I did. Okay. Because they did a Vanderpump Rules, like, roll Yeah, that trick one. Yeah. And see, when they were doing that trick episode, I 
took a, a big stand and I knew that that was happening. And I said, yeah, oh, not happening. <laughs> I, turned I understand. I'll never forget the day I was watching Beverly Hills and it rolls into Vanderpump rules. And I was angry. Yeah. Little did I know. I was being (laughs) exposed to the best TV show of all time. Yeah. Yeah. That was a moment. So I dug into summer house and I actually think it works much better as a binge. Like I think watching the first season as a whole is much better than doing it weekly. Cause there's just not a lot of drama. Not that much. Yeah. But when you watch it all together, I think it works better. I could see that. And also I found watching it through the lens of being embarrassed for them a little bit. Made it funnier. Okay, so Does that's... That yes. So that was my problem with it. When I would watch it weekly, I was, like, bored by these people because they're not doing anything intensely ridiculous. And they seem too white and rich. Even yeah. though they're not necessarily really rich. But it just felt a little too... Yeah. A world I didn't need to be in because it was a little stale. Like, they all just wear, like... Boat shoes. Yeah. Which is a very unattractive thing in my world. <laughs> I'm very attracted to Kyle, and I don't like oh, it, but I am. It's so I upsetting to hear. <laughs> you guys, I'm sorry, but I am. I am, and I can't help it. Uh, I also loved Christina in season one. Yeah. To me, she was a standout in the in that she was so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, completely embarrassing. Greggy Bennett tweeted me that she thought she was the Lauren Conrad of the show. Oh my god, yes! Right? Like, so it was like, she thought she was Lauren Conrad the whole time she was filming, and then, it, but like, we're all watching it like, no, you're not. Like, yeah, she thought like, she was the star you're the of Christian the show. Doty. Yes. I see, I kind of get a, wait, is she the one? I get a little Sheena from her. Oh, right, you were saying, yes. Yeah, I get a little Sheena from Christina. Like a low-budget Sheena. Right, then, like... She thinks that she is above it all yeah. and is going to be some sort of, like, narrator to the show when, in fact, she's literally creating all the drama and the crazy. And so awkward and so basic. And just and she had the best moment of the season at the very end, the last episode, when she made her dramatic exit. And, you know, she thought, I think, when she was making that exit that the show, that was going to end, that was going to end the show. Yeah. Like, that was the climax of that episode. And she did it, and they were all just looking at her like, what the fuck, girl? She had rehearsed it. It was ridiculous. And then it was so funny just because it was so uncomfortable. Yeah, she grabbed that big-ass bottle of Whispering Angel, and she's like, this is Christina Gibson reporting live from the Summer House, and I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's one of my two takeaways from Summer House. Well, yes, I sat through the whole ten episodes, and I watched it in real time. I hate myself, obviously. Um, But... Why do they have such terrible sunburns, and where do they get these ginormous bottles of wine? I'm interested on the... I feel like the sunburn, they don't, just don't... They're too drunk they to put on lotion, drunk, right? Because right? it's disturbing to watch. Yeah. Because all of a sudden they have, red. like, old man chest, you know, where it's mm. just red around, like, the neck area. It looks painful to me. Yeah. I get that. They... The twins talk too much about their chests in general. Yeah. It's like they're always talking about their... Big boobs. And it's like, I don't care about your tits. Right. I know that I'm gay, but, like, I just don't care about your tits. Well, also, it's, this is terrible to say, but, like, they're not that big compared to every other tits mm. we see on reality mm. TV. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sure, they're natural. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not, like, ridiculous compared to what I'm used yeah. to seeing on my TV. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand the twins. I don't think they're very compelling or interesting or funny or anything. No. I like Steven a lot the first season, but I felt like they didn't really give him anything to do. No. He, he just has of, the best eye roll. Yeah. He like was a like really the, good eye roll. He was the Greek chorus, right? Yeah. And so they filmed in Montauk, and then this season they're in the Hamptons, and I heard that they weren't allowed to film in Montauk again. That's what I heard. Which, that is crazy. So they went to the Hamptons, and apparently their new filming location, the new house, is like a 
couple doors down from Bethany's house. That is so cool. Which is crazy. So, like, how much would we all love to just see Bethany, like, stroll up in there? Oh, yeah. I would love it. I mean, like, Bethany and, like, Kyle, if she's in town, with Kyle's daughters, who she always toes around, like, just roll into the summer house. And their agency hats. Yes. Yeah, that would happen. So this season looks like they're fixing a lot of the problems with the last season. They seem to have a little bit more drama. Right. They got two sort of people of color, I think. Right? Are right, they people right. of color? Like the two new cast They're members. definitely, you know, not Aryan Nation. One's a, a, the girl Danielle's Puerto Rican, I believe. Yes. And then, is it Amit? Amit? I would guess maybe he is Persian of some kind? Maybe not. Yeah. I don't know if the, it's left unclear, but I think that they were answering that criticism right like because it was so white last so there weren't even like black extras or people of color right extras. but i mean i've never been to the hamptons but isn't it all very white i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> no idea i assume i assume probably um the thing that i do like about the show is that it's very voyeuristic i love the cameras in the in the rooms yes the bedrooms and stuff and i feel like that's what sets it apart from vanderpump rules if vanderpump yeah. rules is a much better show Right. It's much better produced. The cast has strong relationships with each other. But the one thing that Summerhouse has that Vanderpump Rules doesn't is that they're filming all the time with those cameras in the house. And I think that's great. It feels very, like, real world. Very real world. And now they got rid of Christina, my favorite character. Which, who's going to stir the pot? Like, she brought it all. And not, like, through her own being. Like, she didn't show up and, like, go super crazy. But she stirred all the drama behind the scenes and made it everyone but Everett go crazy because he's just a psycho. Everett seemed crazy behind the eyes. Like, he's, he terrified yeah. me a lot. And I'm... And he's gone. Again, I give empathy because maybe it's PTSD from being a vet. I don't know what it was, but... He was... PTD. He scared me. I don't know. <laughs> what does PTSD stand for? What is uh, it? Uh, post-traumatic stress Post-traumatic Danny disorder. From watching it. <laughs> PTD. Because I missed Everett, so I had PTD. <laughs> Is that insensitive? I don't know. No, no. Um, I miss Everett because he was a little crazy and I, I don't know. I would like to see them in the house or I'd like to see him like pop in. I think Christina makes an appearance. Oh, that's, that's what exciting. I, saw, I read or saw or something. But I, here's the problem. I think they need one crazy. They don't have a crazy. Right. Yeah. And I, the new people don't seem to be crazy. No. They actually seem too normal for reality TV. Yeah. Uh, Kyle's. Girlfriend Amanda was on last season, and she seems sweet and nice and unfit for reality TV. Yeah. Like, I'm not interested. No. And I'm not even interested in Kyle in a relationship this season. No. I mean, other than maybe he will be so uncomfortable by being in a relationship, that'll be funny. But honestly, he thinks mullets are funny in 2017, so I don't think anything he thinks is funny is funny. Um, And then I don't think it's, like, so outrageous or stupid that I can laugh at him. So a lot of the times I feel like... Just, He's just in the middle. Yeah. I, I like him, and I think what pushes him over the edge for me into likable territory is that I'm attracted to him. Sure. And see, I'm That's not. what does it. That, you know, yeah, because his personality, I, and I enjoy his personality, too. Oh, my I don't, God. I'm not, like, an apologist, Kyle apologist. But I mean, you I might want it. to be. Because I like him. <laughs> what do you like about his personality? Guys, I don't know. I I think he's cute. <laughs> oh, my God. I think he seems, like, fun. I don't know. He's like, I know he's a douche. I know. No, he's obviously like a douche bro, but I think he's on the verge of snapping. 
Oh, I see. He snapped and at the end of I, last season. I think season. part of me is attracted to that too. Oh, <laughs> I think mean, like that's and it, that's an issue for me and my therapist. But I think I'm sort of attracted to that too. That he might snap. I think that's uh-huh. that maybe does it. <laughs> um, between you and me, boat shoes are a hard no. Oh, you don't like boat shoes? No, if you're wearing boat shoes, it's a non-negotiable. It's a non-starter. I don't have a big stance on that. I don't. You guys, I had trouble with. I hate to say mean things on this podcast. I try to keep it nice and like uh-huh. not seem. So uh, let me preference, but like Carl works at a dentist. No, right? <laughs> no, he's a dentist, or sorry, he's a dental supply salesman, I believe. So I would just imagine his teeth would be perfect. Should be. Should be perfect. So moving on, the <laughs> twins. The twins. We got rid of one of them. Ugh, I the wish we got rid of both. How many times did we have to hear that she was married? And I kept wanting to be like, okay, then leave. And they replaced her with a blow-up doll version of her, and it's like, was just as compelling as the real version. (laughs) We did not need... We could replace both of them with a blow-up doll, and it'd be just the same. Um, Oh, I have in my notes that Lindsay is sort of a low-budget Kristen Doty. And I love Kristen. Hashtag Kristen is iconic. I love Kristen Doty. One of the best reality TV yeah, show characters. I feel like time. we're getting flashes of Lindsay as a Dodie. Yes. And I, I would hope that since her breakup from Everett is so recent, which I didn't realize, that she is still in a mourning, getting her life back together process, and we will see cracks in that. And Hopefully. she will go crazy. Yes. Yeah. She's got a spark in her that says she might go crazy. Now, I want to bring something up. This is something serious that you said... I just, I want to get your take on it. You mentioned this during the episode when uh, talking about one of the twins. You said, and I quote, her eyes don't make sense for her face. (laughs) So can you just clear that up? But you said, uh, her eyes don't make sense on her face. And that was one of the twins. You again said, her eyes don't make sense on her face. So what did you Um, mean by that? Well... You know, to be honest, I couldn't really tell them apart last season, so I'm assuming it is Lauren's eyes that don't mm. make sense on her face, because that's who I was looking at this episode. <clears throat> I don't want to be too mean. Well, then we'll move on. <laughs> but let's just remember that you said her eyes don't make sense on her face. I mean... I... We can all... I think that's clear. <laughs> We also got a quote that they just kept saying over and over again, and also I noticed audio editors kept adding this in, and it was, what it, it's more life. More life. They kept saying more life. Carl, especially, I think, was saying it yeah, over and, and over again. Kyle yelled at him about it being a rap song. I don't know what song it's referencing. Was he trying to make it a catchphrase, or like, what was Maybe. it? Maybe. Because Carl seems hungry on that vein life. And we found out he was recently let go from his job. Yeah. He just stuttered a little bit. Uh-uh. <laughs> he's let go from his job. So at I think the dental, so he's no longer working with the dentist. So now it makes sense. Now his teeth make sense. I would think if he's selling dental equipment to someone, a dentist would say, "Let me take care of your teeth for you." Here's some white strips. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm that's mean. That was mean. I mean, I was your teeth say- don't have to be white, but they should be. <laughs> I mean, if you're point, on camera, they, shouldn't they be white? And if you encounter dentists every day. If you work with dentists and if you're on camera every day. But, you know, he's still a very handsome man. Like, I don't want to sure. take that away from him. He's very handsome. 
And it looks like this season, you know, he did get some crest white strips or something. <laughs> and that's, I feel, this is so mean, talking about his yellow teeth, but they are. Yeah. I mean, they were. Oh, let's talk about something good but physically. He's got a bubble butt. He's got a bubble butt. He's got a nice bubble butt, and Whitney pointed this out, and I saw it, and it was great. He's good for him. And I do think it's partially because he was a fat kid, as he um, told us last season, that he, like, lost yeah. a bunch of weight. And then I think that's where his really intense complex of... Like, being the center of the attention and the party guy and, like, can get all these chicks. Like, he's still sowing his oats in that way. Yeah. Uh, part of me, it's like, I would have fallen into the trap that Lauren did. Fallen I, I probably would have yeah. in my younger years. It pains me to admit He's that. not my type. Like, Kyle's more my type. Oh, okay. Which, you, again, take with that what you will. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle is my type. Um... Did you notice there was Christmas music in the B-roll footage? Like, <laughs> yes. in between scenes, you know, when they played music over footage of, like, the beaches and stuff? They were playing a Christmas song, you guys. It literally said Jingle Bells, I think. Yeah, now, this could be excusable if we were maybe in December, but the show is called Summer House. Right. <laughs> so we all know that it's not in December. But you love I Christmas, so, I support, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm not against it. I would like to say, for the record, I'm for it, but I just... There was Christmas music. In, in it was shocking. It was shocking. I know? think they were at a polo match, too. Yeah, it was like, I think it was right before the polo match. They just were playing, like, Hark How the Bells or some shit like that. I think part of my issue with Summer House, and of course I will continue to watch it, sure. um, but, like, they're at a polo match. Yeah. I, I don't really think anyone is that interested in a polo match. Except for Thomas Rabinow. Sure, sure. He's interesting in a polo match. Went with Catherine. Okay, yeah, but the uh, polo match in quotes, right? Because it's, like, on his plantation with, like, his friends riding horses. Like, this seemed like a sponsored PR event. Yeah. You know, I feel like they're being forced to bring it. I think they were on the edge of getting canceled last season, and so the producers were like, you either bring it, you know? Yeah. So this is going to, time will tell. We're either going to, I feel like we're either going to get from this show what Vanderpump Rules has become, eventually. Right. Or this is the last season. Yes, probably. Like Although it, the preview looks really good. Yeah, it does. And I thought this was a great episode. I thought it was fun. It wasn't yeah. perfect. It felt like a good premiere, though. It set things up. You People know, we got really a, mad a at tiny bit of diversity in the cast. We got <laughs> right. we got a little gay storyline, which was great. Because okay. we had no storylines last season. Yeah. And in the premiere, you got a storyline. So that was great. Kyle's was great. Saw, we saw a lot of Kyle's butt. They show a lot of butt. Which I love. Yeah, I do too. Oh, and we said that Amanda, we saw Amanda's boobs, and we were like, oh. Amanda has great boobs. I'm not interested in those. But well, I'm not either, but I but was yeah, just, they, as someone that has boobs. Whitney's I, not a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with No, that. and not that I haven't been called it. Oh, you've been called a lesbian? Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't told you those stories. No. That's funny. What I'm like they? DJ James Kennedy over here. Yeah, do you think DJ James Kennedy is gay? I think he's bi. I do too. I did too. Well, so Whitney, thank you so much for watching Summer House with me. I have fun. We're going to keep watching it, right? Oh, yeah. I'm for sure. I'm definitely in. I mean, I was hooked while I was binging season one, I was in. It took me a few episodes, though, and everyone asked. I was like tweeting about it, and some people were saying, like, was it good? And I was like, no. Yeah. Not really, but like, I enjoyed the binge a lot. Right. Like if you're gonna if it's cold outside and you're gonna like sit on your couch, it's a good it's a good hang. I think it's a perfect mindless binge. Like when yeah. you want if you're hungover on a Saturday or Sunday, or you just wanna stay in the house or you're cleaning the house. Good cleaning. Put it on and just let it let them wash over you. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Yeah. I'm a little tipsy right now. I should I normally don't record this tipsy. I feel like that's my influence. We're drinking Josh wine. Um, so Whitney, where can people find you on social media? You're not a huge social media person. No. I mean like you don't you tweet a little bit sometimes. Yeah. My Twitter Twitter? is thank you. I appreciate that. My Twitter is blah a blah. Yeah. (laughs) Blah a blah. So B L A H. E H B L A H. Wait, say it again. (laughs) B L A H E H B L A H. I thought it was really funny in like 2006 when I started Twitter. Was that your first like screen name name? I mean, like, what was your screen name? Your first screen name? Wafer 18. Because my nickname in high school was Wafer. Were you Wafer then? Is that what it is? Or what is it? I mean, I was kidding. Uh, My initials are W-A-F. Oh. So somehow that became it. So Wafer 18 was like my AIM name. And my Hotmail name. I remember, okay, I'll just tell a quick story. I remember creating my AOL account name, like my instant messenger. Uh And all my friends were doing like, you know, Black Magic 86. (laughs) You know, or whatever. I don't know. Trying to think of, like, you know, they were doing like fun, crazy, like, or um, Magic Johnson. Why do I keep saying Magic? magic? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know why I keep doing Magic references, but you know, like, uh, 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 seven. <laughs> B-ball fan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like all the all the other guys, I'm, and and the girls would all be like sweethearts with Z's. Oh God, yeah. You know, one nine eight six four seven three. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, Anyway, so I remember throwing, not throwing a fit, but I made, like, a big point. I like, stood up to all my friends, and I was like, look, we're going to have these forever. Like, oh, I, I swear, I remember thinking this far ahead. Like, wow. this is, this is, and actually, this, like, breaks down my personality really well, because I'm always thinking about, like, way in the future instead of living in the moment. Okay. Wow, because this is a therapy session. But I remember back then being like, these are going to be with us forever. So pick something that's subdued or like normal so okay. mine was just pellegrino 48 okay what which was is like so boring it was just two numbers it was like oh not even like i think like one number. was dot you know like one wasn't available so it was like you just picked, picked it. two numbers yeah but it was just pellegrino 48 and i remember my friend adam was like what why don't you have something cool or whatever and i remember being like no we're gonna have these forever <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile we don't you know well, I mean, I can't you still even. Have your AIM account? Oh no, no, no! Oh. I did until a few years ago when a workplace made me use AIM, and I demanded not to use it. Like I was like, "What are we in 1997? Like I can't." Um, and so then I shut it down. But I do feel like you see a lot of people, especially like C-list celebrities. Like if you ever look, like for press inquiries, email like oh, yeah, Sheena yeah. Shea, 1983, which I've done before. <laughs> She's which I've done. Exactly what you just said, and she's coming on the show in March. She is. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I think so. Knock on wood. I hope they. Oh my god! Can so. you ever come over here? But the email was so good because it was. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm hoping. But so the email was like, uh, she can, but she's uh, busy headlining the show in Vegas. I told you. This. Oh right, right, She's right. headlining Vegas. Uh, that show, sex tips by girls for guys by gays. Something with women. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like it's so long. But so she's doing, like, another round of press at March or something, so they were like, oh, yeah, she'll come on that. Another round of press because the show's continuing after? I think it's for something different, Okay, I don't Do know. we need to go see her show? I'd like to go to Vegas. She's headlining. And my <laughs> friend, so I was on Laura Marie's podcast 
Sexy Unique podcast last week and go listen. It was really funny. But so she told me that the best, the hack for that is to just get the cheapest seats. Okay. And then you'll get to uh, get really good seats because it's empty. <laughs> so like they'll move you up, you know, they'll move you up. Yeah. So that was the hack. Okay. We got to go. So I'd love to go. Anyway, Whitney, thank you. I love you. Thank you. This love was so you. fun. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Oh, Whitney and I have a good time. We always do. Anyway, I want to get to my interview with Stephen McGee. Stephen McGee's a cast member. I'm so excited for you guys to hear my chat with him. So without further ado, here is Summer House uh, resident cast member, (laughs) Stephen McGee. Okay, you guys, I am here with Stephen. Stephen, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing so good. Now, I binged the entire first season last weekend. It was a journey. It was a ride. It was a journey, yeah. There's definitely a lot of shit that went down last summer. Yeah. Was there anything that happened behind the scenes that we didn't see on camera that was maybe more dramatic than what we saw? I feel like you saw pretty much everything. I think that there were times last summer that, trying to think, like, I mean, I think that our relationships are very deep, so trying to fit everything into a show, like, it's tough. And, like, it is hard because... I think what was confusing last summer, you know, this was our first time trying to tell a story of our friendships on camera. And we would come back to the city and maybe like sometimes you're coming back as a viewer, you're watching and you're like, I thought they were mad at each other or I thought uh, they liked each other. But a lot of things would happen during the week um, because we do see each other very often. We really are friends and we would see each other during the week and sometimes situations would diffuse themselves before the weekends off camera or different things like that and so coming into this season i think we were all a lot smarter on just like how to tell a story Mm. and we would you know if i'm mad at you well i'm not going to talk to you until the next weekend so so i think while last summer some things maybe kind of got diffused and you didn't really understand this summer i think you really see the full story of everything and like we didn't nothing we didn't allow situations to get diffused just because of uh, the time, the downtime. So what is the filming schedule like? You guys are there just on the weekends? Yeah, so we, I mean, if you're in New York, you know, like, a lot of people go out to the Hamptons for the weekend, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much what you do. And, uh, yeah, we would go out on Friday, and we'd come back Sunday nights or Mondays. And then last season, we would film some stuff in the city. This season, you're going to see a lot more in the city, a lot more about our work lives and our lives in the city. Yeah. It really is. We film for like 11 or 12 weeks, and you really get um, a more rounded look like this year. I think we we all kind of sacrificed a little bit more of our personal time yeah. um, to film these to film in the city so that you can see, you know, a more rounded look at our lives. But we're out there for 11 or 12 weeks and we're filming pretty much. I mean, you can see in our house, our house, the cameras, the surveillance cameras do not shut off. Yeah. That was my favorite part of the show. I think it has a voyeuristic quality that like Vanderpump rules doesn't have. Yeah. Um, so it's a little that. big brother ish. Yeah. Like you feel like you can watch like, I mean, thank God they haven't, decided yet that they want to do like a live feed that people can watch all summer because that would <laughs> just be yet. terrible. But, you know, I wouldn't put it past them because they do like to torture us. Yeah. 
I'm so excited that you, it seems like this season you have a little bit more storyline. I like they showed the gay pride in the premiere. And you were my favorite part of last season, so I feel like what and the people that I reached out to said the same thing. Like we wanted to see more of you. So what what can you tease us about what your storyline is to come? Yeah. So this summer, you know, last summer too, coming into the house last year, I really only knew Lindsay well, and then I had met the twins a couple times and Christina a couple times. So last summer, while you didn't really see a lot of me or I didn't seem super involved, it was because. I was just kind of becoming friends with these people yeah. um, as a whole. So there wasn't so many, there wasn't a lot of personal drama for me with the other, you know, housemates because we just didn't have that relationship yet. Yeah. But this summer, there's definitely a lot um, of feelings. <laughs> uh, last summer, Carl and I got very close. And then over the winter, you know, he was also with Lauren and Lauren and I got very close. and. That whole, I don't know how I end up in these triangle situations, but it definitely made a lot of weird tensions amongst our friendships. And while I tried to juggle them, I mean, I think coming into this episode for episode one, you can tell that there is definitely a lot of things that have gone on between Carl and I. Yeah. Um, what was he saying? I, what, did, what was that more life thing he kept saying? Um, to be honest, I, so as I understand it, that is a Drake line. Yeah, um, <laughs> I should know that. Um, <laughs> uh, but he said it like a million times, like a, a million a, times. I and like honestly, they must've added it in a few times, but it was a little bit like, what is going on? <laughs> unfortunately, they got that in. That is a real oh my God, phrase that comes out of his mouth. Uh. And like, you're laughing about it now, but I think halfway through the season, when you're still hearing more life, no stress, <laughs> you're going to feel as stressed as we did. What a nightmare. I also loved, I'm, I'm going back to the first season, but I love that scene where Christina made her dramatic exit because it just felt so awkward. Like, what was going through your mind when she picked up that rosé bottle and she's like, this is Christina Gibson reporting, and she leaves the summer house. Like, did she think that was going to be, like, a big climactic moment? <laughs> Christina... She's a really nice girl, and I, you know, I do like Christina. I don't know that she's not as alpha as the rest of us, so I think it does. She definitely had a tough summer last year, and yeah, and she was going through it too with Lindsay, and it was, you know, I think tough for her. And we all kind of knew, like, I mean, you know, that was not the first time that Christina was like, "I want to go home." Um, I think finally we were like, um, well, could you please just go? (laughs) Um, and so actually when we were, when that was happening, I think we, none of us were stunned by it, but I do think, yeah, she kind of had this idea that this was going to be a big moment, but I think we were all just so ready for her to go. We're like, please take the rosé. Like, can I call you an Uber? Yeah. Um, (laughs) It was so good. All of your reactions were just like, okay, Christina, get the fuck out of here. Um, Does she come back at all? Do we see appearances from her or Everett? So Christina and Everett, you know, we are all friends. And um, the group, like Kyle, Lindsay, Lauren, Ashley, Christina, they all share a lot of mutual friends. So they are around and they do, um, you know, come over for some parties and things that they were invited to. Um, what actually makes it, I don't know, but, um, I haven't seen it yet. Um, but 
they are around, and there are definitely um, there's some tense moments. I think. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. No, I also heard a rumor that you guys, the house for the season two, is close to Bethany's house from Real Houses in New York. Is that oh. true? I honestly don't know. Yeah. Um, so our house was in Watermill, which, um, for anyone who doesn't know, is kind of like the Hamptons. You're basically driving one road out Long Island, and you pass through all these little towns. And um, there's like four or five little townships that make up the Hamptons. Yeah. Montauk is all the way at the very end, and Watermill's kind of in the middle. So it saved us a lot of time driving, which was nice. I don't know where Bethany's house is, but... Somebody I wish I did because somebody I said they were two doors down. That I do not think is true because um, we never we never saw her. Well, there you go. Do you watch Housewives? Oh, I so even before this, I mean, I was a Bravo. I watched it all. Well, you're <laughs> I <gay>. watch. <laughs> yeah, I watch it all, and like you know, I definitely have those nights. I think everybody has who watches Bravo, where all of a sudden you're like, "Why have I watched this episode three times today?" Yeah. So what's your favorite, um, what's your favorite housewife city and housewife individual? What else do you watch on Bravo? Like, tell me what you like. Well, I mean, I definitely love New York. I think with anybody who lives in any city or has been to them, it's like, you love seeing what you know, because I like seeing how other people, you know, do New York and what they think is great. Like, personally, I would drop dead before I would go to boutique, but (laughs) but they love it. Yeah. Um and one of my friends was actually involved in that, so I shouldn't say that. But whatever. Hey, tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> he was like a an owner of boutique. I'm <laughs> just like oh um, somebody called me last week. Like people give me anonymous like information and they give me all this information about New York and it's like I don't know what's true about the casting of the in the filming of next season. It's like I don't know what's true, what's not. I try to report what I can, but I don't know. Yeah, the only thing Actually, I have only gotten, I haven't heard much about it, nor do I really ever see them shooting that show um, around the city. But I do know they have the same cast, which is good, because I think last year they kind of found their groove. Um, But it's also interesting because um, actually two seasons ago in New York, Julianne Weinstein um, Mm -hmm. and I were, yeah, Jules and I were really great friends. Um, I used to work for her husband. So it was. I don't want to say that I'm happy to see her getting a divorce, but he is a piece of shit. So, uh, so you're Team Jules. Yeah, definitely Team Jules. And I, I think it's really sad because I do think that she would have been great on the show, but because of the divorce and the kids, she just had to leave. Do you know anything about what she's up to now? Is she doing okay? She is doing okay. I saw her um, a couple weeks ago. She is still involved in the divorce. I think, um, I try not to even talk about that cause that's not fun. Yeah. Um, but she still has her, what was it? Modern alchemy, that drink that she oh, made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually doing very well. Okay. Um, I've never personally tried it, but yeah, you know, she's, she's great. Her. And I think she's going to bounce back from, you know, just everything that happened. Yeah. Now you've gotten a chance to meet a lot of these Bravo liberties too, after doing the show, right? Yeah, we run it. I mean, we do events with Bravo, and so you you meet them. And obviously, we've all become very close with Vanderpump Rules cast. Um, Who do you get along with most in the Pump Rules cast? 
You know, I, it's actually funny because when I first heard that we were going to do a crossover with them, I was like, there is no way that I could ever be friends with Kristen. Oh my God, I and love Kristen. <laughs> when I met Kristen, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, she's amazing and so sweet and so nice and so thoughtful. And I was actually just mad because I was like, now I have to be friends with this person that I just thought was going to be like my nemesis. But oh she is God. great. Kristen, Katie, and Stassi. I mean, I know people have strong opinions about that trio, yeah. but I personally love them and I find them to be just great and so nice. And they definitely kind of, you know, as doing a show, they kind of, you know, took us under their wing, gave us advice, you know. Yeah. Um, did you watch? Did you watch the episode um, this week for Vanderpump? Yeah, I did not get to see it yet. Okay, so I have like kind of an inside insidery question that maybe you'll know the answer to. You probably okay. maybe you don't. But so there's this scene where uh, James Kennedy and Lala are talking about pasta, and the rumor today is that pasta is actually the cast code word for cocaine. Oh, <laughs> this is sort of like scandalous. Um, so I wondered if you if you knew anything about that. I don't know about pasta, but what an interesting. Yeah. I mean, where does that is it like the Parmesan cheese on top? Where does that really come from? You know, you when you watch the episode, it it actually if you watch the scene, you'll see what I'm talking about when you watch it. But it's like it yeah. makes sense. It makes more sense that they're talking about cocaine instead of. Pasta. I mean, yeah. If they are having a very in depth conversation about really wanting and needing pasta, then. I would say that may be an accurate. Yeah. Um, Do you guys have any code words? We don't have code words. Um, I mean, we're we're a pretty open group of friends. Uh, we don't have many no secrets. Uh, need reasons to have secrets. Yeah. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic shopify s-h-o-p-i-f-y dot com slash everything iconic this show is sponsored by better help and we all carry around different stressors both big and small sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because i cannot stop thinking about them when i'm trying to sleep or when i'm trying to go about my day i keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively now therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff and if you've never benefited from therapy i think it's time you explore i think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist it's so incredibly helpful get those coping skills 
and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important, uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Everything Iconic. Now, what can you tell me about Amit and Danielle, the new cast members? Okay, um, so Danielle and Amit, Kyle actually did know Danielle, uh, and a lot of the cast knew her socially before. Okay. Um, I had never met Danielle prior, but she is great. And I think, like, the nice thing about Danielle is she comes in, and I wouldn't describe her as, like, a combative person or someone who's, like, seeking out, you know, arguments or anything. Danielle has an opinion, yeah. and Danielle will let you know her opinion. Yeah, good. And so that's great. And Amit, um, Amit and Carl met at Coachella. Oh my God. So the, um, the extent of what that friendship was before, none of us, I think, will ever really know. Like, how much time have you, how well did you really even know this person? Yeah. But, um, you know, we get to know Amit, and he is very nice, um, mm-hmm. but he definitely likes a more zen life. He's a little more boring. <laughs> He's yeah. Boring. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wonder okay. if he sticks around. It seems like somebody leaves the house, and I couldn't tell if it was Carl, but maybe maybe that's a, a, red, a, a ruse, and it's Amit. He definitely, he does stick around, um, okay. you know, unfortunately. But um, I want them to get another gay in the house. I want you guys to put another gay in there. I know. Honestly, I don't know if they can handle that. <laughs> but, I know. Um, Invite me over next summer. I'll come. Yeah, I'll come. Um, we need another gay. Come out because we love a good house party. <laughs> oh my god! And does Whispering Angel sponsor the show? Yeah. Well, they're not a sponsor of the show, but we. Um, we have relationships with Whispering Angel. We knew them before. And one of our great friends, um, her name is Sarah Bilstein. She has an Instagram account called Rose Season, which last year we had the Rose uh-huh. Season party and we do it again this year. But so luckily, um, Sarah, she hooks us up with some rose. Yeah, it seems like you guys are always drinking Whispering Angel. Now, yeah. uh, where are you at with Carl? You guys sort of have a bromance. What, what's the status with you and Carl now? So. Coming into the summer, Carl and I, it was just before, you know, we started, we moved into the house, like, there was just some weird things with Carl, he was partying a lot, like, I just was finding a lot of little lies that he was telling, and like, catching him in these things, and I'm like, well, why are you even lying about this? Like, it it literally serves no purpose. And then, you know, I'm starting to feel like, do I really know this person? <laughs> and does he really give a shit about me? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, coming into the summer, I'm thinking the answer is no. Um, mm-hmm. And so this season, I think you definitely see, um, and Lauren is also in a similar place too. And, and Lauren and I are very close. So you kind of see us 
trying to figure out like, is this someone, is this a friendship that we really want to put effort into? Um, is it something that can go past, you know, being summer friends? Yeah. Now, would you say Carl's the most different off camera or who, I always ask the housewives this, like who, who is the most different off camera? Are you guys kind of as you appear? I would say we are, it sounds, you know, kind of lame to say, but I think that we are pretty much as we appear. There is something about the format of our show where we are out there and we're filmed from pretty much, I mean, the house cameras are always on and then we're filmed from like 9 a.m. to sometimes like 1 or 2 a.m. Yeah. So you're, we definitely let the guard down and you, if you were going to put on an act for a camera, you would be exhausted. Yeah. So you're pretty much seeing exactly who we are. And if someone is maybe putting on a front, then that is actually something that you find. And you're like, oh, these people are, that's, I mean, maybe part of Carl, like, oh, like, who are you really? Because every now and again, you can only hold that up for so long and people start to see the real you. It sounds like Carl's on your shit list. Am I reading into that? You could definitely. (laughs) What? Give me some more scoop. Does Carl make it through the season? Can you tell me that? I feel like he leaves. He does. Well, I mean, everybody, you know, sticks around. There's no Christina exits. Um, But, you know, I think, I think everybody at one point has, you know, a thought of like, why am I, you know, is this worth it? Is like, yeah, being, why am I here? You know? What do you um? What do you do in the city? Do you have a Do you have a day job that you do off? You I do. Not? What is it? I'm an event planner. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I work with a lot of different brands, um, some social like stuff, weddings and birthday parties, but um, mostly mostly beauty brands and things like that. Yeah. Now, if there's a third season, what would you like the cast to look like? Do you want the same cast? Would you bring in new people? Would you get rid of some people? I think. We are almost to. Well, I would get rid of people. Some people that just annoy me. Who and then some. I think that Carl. Honestly, really, where I am now with Carl, I still don't really know. Like, this is somebody who, and I think that's kind of my answer. You know, the fact that after all this time, still trying to figure out, do you really want to be my friend? Um, that. Maybe I'm an idiot. Like that probably should be a big clue there yeah. that it's taken this long. Um, I but- always think it must be hard to be on a reality show because in real life, if someone's not good in your life, like if you know you realize someone's bad for you, you can just stop being friends with them and move on. But on a reality show, it's almost like you you have to be you know at least cordial. It's a working environment, so you have to work with right. someone that you in real life or in a just a normal friendship you would stop talking to completely. Right. And that is true. The the part, and it kind of goes back to what I was saying with, like, Everett and Christina. Like, the shitty part is that we are all friends, and our friend group is, you know, it's almost like it really isn't an option to stop being friends with them, because you know you're going to be around them. Like, you have to be cordial all the time, yeah. at least. But, like, I at least, you know, I'd rather try to make things work or figure it out. Like, I don't want to have 50 people that I just have to be cordial to that I'm seeing all the time. Um, But 
there's some people who, going back, I think, you know, when I think Kyle and Amanda, you're going to see their relationship. Um, play out. Is Amanda boring? Is she going to be boring? I feel like she might be boring. I think Amanda is very nice. Yeah, she seems uh, sweet, like, and, and beautiful and sweet. Yeah. I think it's just, we're all in different places in life. Yeah. And I think she may be the oldest soul in the house. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, she's boring. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so political. I should, I know you know what? Being, I think I'm going to be president. You, you are being too nice. You know, I had Brandy Glanville on here, and she just went off on everyone. <laughs> Which is uh, not, I don't, this is not what this is. I don't want to, you know, I don't want you to talk trash about people or anything. Oh, no, but I will. Yeah, um, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I think that, you know, some people, it is like, we have a very, it's tough because, you know, we are making a show and we are trying to tell stories that are real in our lives. And But at the same time, you got to play the game. Like, yeah. you have a very limited amount of time to tell these, to, to shoot the show. When summer's over, that's it. Yeah. And, um... And, and we want to make it the best it can be. And if you're not here to, to play, then you kind of got to go. <laughs> yeah. No, I completely agree. I I was saying that I would love just for a crazy person to join the house. Like, I know. Oh I know this is like your friends, you know, and this is your life and this is your friend group. But I would love for just a, you know, someone who's like a little bit more crazy, you know, like Kristen, you know, we talked about Kristen. Right. Brady. The first few seasons, I mean, she was insane on the show. Right. And... And Vanderpump in general has a lot of those, like, kind of crazy types. But, you know, when you watch The Housewives and they'll just have, like, a one-season crazy, like, or Kelly Ben yeah. Simone or someone. It's like, I think Summer House needs just a crazy to get in there, get in and out, <laughs> spice up the show, you know, bring yeah. bring some drama for, a, you know, a, a season or two. I think that, you know, that can be great. We have, you know, I don't want to live with them. So in my mind, I'm like, hmm, I think that's a terrible idea. Um, if I was just watching the show, then sure, bring all the crazies. Yeah. Um, but I think this season, it is nice because while last season you saw maybe a lot of surface level drama and things, this season it gets a lot deeper. And so even though we may not have a crazy, I think it's going to be very interesting for people. And it's interesting for me, especially with other cast members' stories. But like. There's so many levels in these relationships and so many layers to literally sift through. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to see drama that may start like, oh, you sat in my chair. But really, it's like, I fucking hate you. Yeah. And that's sort of the best, too, to unravel all of that. I mean, I like that kind of drama on all of these shows. And also, yeah. it seems like there's just a, a spark this season. I mean, from what, the premiere, I thought was great. I, it felt like there's a lot to come. It seemed very exciting. I don't know. I'm yeah. excited about the show. I, and I, like I said, I binged the show and watching it in one binge, like 10 episodes, was fantastic. I thought it was like a great binge show. Right. I thought it worked really great just, you know, watching it through instead of having to wait each week. Because then it right. really felt like there was a lot more drama packed in. Right. You know, and that is true. You... It's tough. Um, it's, it is tough and that is draining to be a part of because we are, you know, we are friends and I may be mad at somebody, but it is kind of like, we're out there to have fun. And sometimes, yeah, it's Sunday morning and you know, I'm going to be going home tonight. So can I let something go? 
last season, we would be like, yeah, I can let that go. I can, you know, forget about it because I'm going to get to go home and be in my bed and be away from these people. Um, which I think is something that everyone can relate to who's ever gone on a weekend trip with their friends or yeah. anything like that. But this season, instead of, you know, dropping it, we, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> We're petty. Good. Good. And are Kyle and, uh, Kyle and Amanda, do they, they're still together right now, right? They are still together. Yeah. Do we like Kyle? Do you like Kyle? I like Kyle a lot. Like I, I love Kyle. I often refer to him because uh, I'm like, you're kind of like an older brother, you know, I, sometimes I cannot stand you at all. And I want you to get the fuck away from me, Yeah. but you know, he's really nice. And like, he honestly has the best heart. Um, it's just sometimes it doesn't always translate that way through, you know, the drunken mumbling. Yeah. I am very attracted to Kyle and I'm, I'm not proud of it, but it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, he, he has been blessed. I mean, he is 35 years old. Yeah, I mean, his hair is perfect. Is it that perfect yeah. in real life? It really <laughs> is. Like, I don't know what he does to it, but... It's so good. Okay, so I want to wrap this up. Is there anything else you can tease us for later in the season? Any drama that you could spill? Any Anyone you, you hate that you want to tell me about? <laughs> I think that you're going to see a lot of drama. I think, you know, you're going to start to see... Obviously, I think one of the big, you know, relationships issues here is me and Lauren and Carl. Um, Lauren and I are very close. Obviously, Carl burned Lauren badly, and she's, you know, gonna have to figure out how she's gonna handle him, and she may, you know, slip back into old habits. They were together in between seasons, right? They were actually together? Yeah, they were actually together, um, you know, in Lauren's eyes. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Um, but, but um Ashley, Lauren's sister, makes an appearance. Um, she comes we kinda have to have like an emergency intervention. Ooh, ooh, I can't wait. Yeah. Um and oh finally, I do have one more question. So I ask every guest, you know, we're a big gay podcast and we love Mariah Carey here. <laughs> yeah. So I ask everyone, what's their favorite Mariah Carey song? Do you have one? Um my favorite Mariah Carey song would probably be All I Want for Christmas is You, but sure. the version at Rockefeller Center <laughs> where they drop the audio. <laughs> <laughs> I love just playing that at Christmas. <laughs> the isolated audio, like the really bad audio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes me so happy. Oh my gosh. Well, Steven, thank you so much. I really, really do appreciate you doing this and taking the time. I can't wait. I'm so excited about the show. Yeah, I- thank you. Okay, you guys, that's my show for today. Thank you all for listening. This has been um, a journey. <laughs> this has been an episodic journey of everything iconic with Danny Pellegrino. Like I said, if you like this episode, please go rate and review it on iTunes. If you want to find me on social media, I'm at Danny Pellegrino on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And thank you all. I love you. Bye. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that 
thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.